It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Timothy DeLaghetto. I'm Ricky Shucks. And I'm Nikki Blades. Nah, just playing. This is me. Solo dolo today because it's uh it's a strange week. You know what I'm saying? It's a strange month. It's a strange motherfucking year. 2020 is uh it's uh you know, it's a doozy, y'all. It's a doozy, not gonna lie. So, you know, uh Nikki Blades is up in the Bay Area right now. You know, uh traveling is not a suggested thing that people should be doing in the current times that we're in ricky shucks is feeling a little under the weather he does not have the rona don't trip it is not the rona he's just feeling a little uh under the weather so we thought maybe it'd be best if he just sat this one out and it's okay it's me i'm here me you i got my hand sanitizer on deck i got toilet paper on toilet paper ready to go I'm with it, but I, I, I wish Rick was here to debate with me because um, Rick doesn't understand why people are so up in arms about getting toilet paper, you know what I'm saying? And not that I think it's worth fighting people or slapping an old lady over, but I get it. I get it. If you think you might be quarantined for a couple weeks, then you want to make sure that you can wipe your asshole. But the counter argument would be, why don't you just get in the shower, wash your ass, right? And here's the thing. Um, I was telling Rick that, you know, some people just don't want uh, to use raw hand on raw butt for cleaning, especially when you got some doo-doo remnants down there. And I get it. I get it. Because, you know, I grew up with the... um. You know, some Southeast Asian countries and the Philippines, they use what what it's this little metal bowl that you use to wash your asshole sometimes. All right. Uh, Filipinos call it a, a, a tabo, I do believe. And Thai people call it a kan. All right. So usually you would wipe your ass uh, with the toilet paper. And then um, just to give it a little like uh, like you would use a wet wipe. You get the little bowl of water and you, you know, you wash your asshole. You know what I'm saying? And I was just telling Ricky, you know, sometimes people uh, would rather not go raw hand to raw butt. And he was like, well, I would like to use my, uh, well, I, I would just use a towel in the shower. But I'm like, but then you get doo-doo on the towel. And it was a whole thing. We had a whole exchange about it. We'll talk about it on the next episode when we can get everybody in here nice and healthy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, people are running amok. Things are flying off the shelves. Um, there's bans at the border. Um, there's, uh, let's see, Costco lines are crazy and it's just a crazy time. You know what I'm saying? No one's shaking hands anymore. Uh, businesses are being shut down. I wanted to get some pho today from my favorite pho spot, but I couldn't get the pho because the pho was closed. I got a haircut though, because motherfuckers are still trying to make money out here, even though it's difficult. But even though, the borders are being shut down, even though Mr. Justin Trudeau himself said, hey, Canadians, wherever you're at, come back, come back to your home country. That did not stop us today from putting on a show because I got I got a special guest today. I got a special guest who I've known for a really long, long, long time. OK, he is a uh, rapper. 
he is a uh some would say he's a, a youtuber you know because he's been on youtube for a while now and uh you know what this 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 guy right here is like he's like my little he's like my my little my little youtube brother you know what i'm saying i've known this man for a long time uh some of y'all might know him as deep pride some of y'all might know him as pride but now y'all know him as russell okay so everybody make some noise Welcome to the No Chaser Podcast, Russell, exclamation point. What's up, dog? What's up, man? <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Are we just... Oh, we not even doing that. Hold on, hold on. We can't? Oh, just, shit. Hold on. Yep. Let's slap, and then we'll slap it on, our, slap it on your, your fist, outside fist, and then we'll hit it with the, with the pound. Boom. Still moist. Um, would, you, would you like a little tequila? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. I'm oh. here. Look at us. Look I'm at us, here. man. Who would have thought? You know, because when I'm... When I, when, oh, God. I do I have to be it. headphones on? No, you don't have to. Okay. I, I just like the sound of my own voice. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> very poofy. You know, so. <laughs> it, it's, you, you are very poofy. <laughs> um, you know, it's crazy to think that uh, I've known you since you were 15. Yeah. Um, here, I'll, are you sipping or shooting? How would you like this, dog? Let's celebratory shot for the first one. Yeah, however, however you want. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. I'm going with the flow. Let's do go with the flow. One Mississippi. Let's go. There you are. Yes, I'm here. You are here at such a great time. <laughs> you know, I just I was talking about that in my little opening monologue. Here, cheers, bro. Cheers. Cheers to you. I love you too, dog. Ah. I think I poured you a girthy shot. Very girthy. All right. Very nice. Well, man, you're here. Um, it's a crazy time to be here, but you're here. And uh, I've known you for a long time. Yes. My guy, Russell, <laughs> exclamation point, a.k.a. Pride, a.k.a. D Pride, a.k.a. Uh, just, you know, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Orange Juice, Orange Juice, <laughs> Lil Wayne parody. Yep. <clears throat> um, so, first of all, dog, uh, it's good to see you. Very, very good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here, man. I'm glad you're healthy. You know what I'm saying? Um, what What are you doing out here? First of all, I was. I had a bunch of stuff lined up, like to just work stuff, album stuff. Of course, this too. I wanted to come out and do this. So yeah, good that I got this done, bro. We've been talking about doing this for a minute. That's why I was like, I can't reschedule. You know? Yeah, and like, I haven't seen Rick in a minute, so yeah. I kind of. I we'll we'll do another one when I'm back. Come, come back, dog. Yeah. Come back. You know, it'll be it'll be great for a group. But I like this because I I told you earlier, it's like Tim interviews Russell part two. <laughs> so you know, it's a good little revisit to a conversation of two great friends. It's just so. a little therapy session, bro. Yeah. What do you want to get it off your chest, dog? Yeah. Well, hey, let me get something off my chest first of all. Let's go. Okay, because you know we Let's got go. we we you know we've done a lot of collaborations together, right? Yeah. Um, first one being uh, keep your head up. Mm-hmm. That was when you were 15. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet loved that. Uh, I feel like the the internet kids that. really enjoyed that one. You know what I'm saying? It was, you sold like so many. Like I remember, like you had the little blank CDs on eBay. <laughs> that was a fire hustle. You Thank killed you. that job. I, that was day. my first ever mixtape, and I was selling them. That on was fucking so eBay. fire. I wow. like I I was like oh man I'm good enough I'm so good enough he threw me on the on the album this is <laughs> nice 
uh, I really looked up to you, and I still do. Well, but like you. at the time, being a 15 year old kid, it was like, and I think I was thir- I might have been 13 or 14 at that time. Shit. But I really was like, oh shit, Tim put me on a fucking, he put me on the CD on eBay. This is fucking Bro, sick. Bro, I, so. I don't even remember how I came across your shit, to be honest. MySpace. It's just it MySpace. definitely MySpace. We're just fucking rapping on MySpace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think, did I message you? You messaged me? I don't know. Who knows, dog? Who knows? But we were both Asian and we made a song. Yeah, we made the song. <laughs> Fucking, I feel like the Asian kids really loved it. It was really like inspirational and like, keep yeah, your head up type man. shit. And then um, what else? We did uh, we did a <laughs> bunch of remixes of different shit. Yeah, um, the Asian era, the a- the golden age of yep. YouTube, right? And um, and we'll get back to that. <laughs> but I say all that to say that we 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 just dropped a new song recently. Yeah. Uh, called Home Girl. If you ain't heard it, go stream Home Girl. Uh, like actually, Russell was like, "Yo, I got a fucking banger. You should drop a verse on it." I said, "Hell yeah!" Send it to me. It's a hit, right? We shot the yeah. video. Video's fucking tight. I always felt like we had like so many remixes, and we had so many songs that were very like parody, like very funny. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, man, like Tim is just, he really, like, if we were to do anything like again, I would at least want to have something like super, like in the car, like universally word. And like, I always knew that you'd be the type of dude to be on those records to me. Like, I oh, was yeah. like, oh, he's so like universal and his, his, you know what I mean? In his realm. Like, that, that's the thing. I, I have no problem with making fucking radio hits yeah you know what i'm saying like, and it was the right one that fit too yeah it's, you know? it's a fun track you the, know? all that ass line like all that stuff it was like oh this is definitely catered to tim and like yeah. it's just like and homegirl just i always just that title too to me was like oh yeah this is definitely a tim record that's why when when i first had made it i was like yeah we just got to send it to him because yeah it works i feel like a, a lot of the tracks we've done in the past like they're fun or they're either like <laughs> you sent me some shit what was it it was called it was a track called the re-up where it was like yeah super, super aggressive yeah, <laughs> yeah dude yep yeah. the good old days all right, real quick. Look, we all getting older in these streets, okay? And sometimes your hair and your hairline gets affected, okay? But I got good news, okay? Because I know two out of three guys will experience some sort of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. But what's the good news? With today's advancements in science, Keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss and help you keep the hair you have at half the cost of your local pharmacy. You don't have to go broke to avoid going bald, guys. I'm telling you, Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there, okay? So some of you may have tried them before, but probably never for this price because I got a good deal, okay? Keeps has revolutionized the way men are treated for their hair loss. Thanks to Keeps, you no longer have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now you can visit a doctor online and get your hair loss medication delivered to your home. No more waiting rooms and no more pharmacy checkout lines. Get doctor attention and discreet drug delivery all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly a hundred thousand men trust keeps for their hair loss prevention medication all right i happen to know somebody 
who is currently balding and keeps is keeping him from going completely bald, all right? So look, I got a special deal for y'all, okay? If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash chaser to get your limited time offer of hair loss treatment. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash chaser. You know what? It's time we just uh, sit at home and listen to some music. You know what I'm saying? And look around you. It's a wireless world, and everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Real talk, I use the Raycon earbuds okay they fit super comfortably in my ear a lot of earbuds will just fall out of my ear the raycon ones are actually mad comfy all right and you already know raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and they sound just as amazing as the other top audio brands you know they really do the newest model the everyday e25 earbuds are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless bluetooth pairing more bass and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit okay unlike some of your other wireless options raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems now you heard me talk about the company was co-founded by ray j and celebrities like i don't know snoop dogg cardi b brandy and they're obsessed with the raycons okay pick a pair and see what the hype is all about now's the time to get the latest and greatest from raycon get 15 percent off your order at buyraycon.com slash no chaser that's buyraycon dot com slash no chaser for 15 percent off raycon's wireless earbuds by raycon.com slash no chaser you know i just um i really really think you're underrated in the rap space I so you know it's uh it's good to get the ball rolling with a uh, with you know good song thanks man you know um and of course you know i feel like everybody in the uh that whole world of asian rappers we always kind of, even though you were the youngest one, we saw you as like, you were the you were the one who were like, ah, he that he's talented. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. was like, yeah, that that, that boy's talented. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's why um I think I, I even remember and your live show was always dope too. Your energy is crazy because I remember one Thank time we the first time I think it was like Dumb was on a show with all of us because Dumb didn't do a whole lot of those Asian shows until yeah. like maybe later into it. And I remember Dumb being like, "Yo, I'm like, I'm low key like expired by uh, by Pride's uh, show, by like Pride's live performance right now." He was like, "I'm kind of inspired right now. I want to like step my live performance up, you know." <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, man, we go way back, but we got this new song called called Home Girl, and the and the music video, your boy is is cutting it right now, and it's fucking. I know it's dope. Shout out Logan. Shout out to Logan. Shout out Logan. He's here too. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Sorry. And here's the thing. And he came in the room and he was like, yo, I got I got it exported right now for you to take a look at. It. I'm like, let me tell you something, dog. That doesn't even matter because I can't even fucking upload right now. Let's go. Let me it's tell you. Beef time. Bro, it's so We're stupid, potting. dog. It's so <laughs> dumb. All right. So I got a recent email from YouTube saying we had to we removed one of your videos for sexual content or for sexual content or nudity right and it was a sketch i did a couple years ago dog there's no fucking nudity in it it's a little sexual but nothing that's like od sexual it's called um it's called uh trick-or-treat 
It's called Trick or Treat, some shit like that. Trick or Treat is a, is a Halloween video, right? Okay. And the whole basis of the video is I invite two girls to my hotel room, and I invited, and it was a Halloween themed skit because they were both um, cosplayer girls. Like one girl, like she she was dressed up as one of the Incredibles, and like mm. she's she her body's crazy, and another girl dressed up as Cammy from Street Fighter, but no one was naked, and nothing got sexual. The most it happened was they they were about to like put their booties like near me and then fucking Rick puts a gun in my mouth and robs me, right? So that's the whole sketch, right? And then so I get this email saying, not only is this video removed, but also you have a strike on your YouTube channel <laughs> and you can't upload for seven days, all right? So I fucking, of course, I appeal that shit and I write to YouTube. I'm like, there's no nudity here. Yeah. It is barely sexual at, you know, at most, right? And then I see YouTube Team YouTube posts on Twitter that right now, because of the fucking Rona, because of the Rona, that a lot of their people aren't working in the office. So they're leaving uh, everything to uh, computers to basically just scan and remove videos like they're literally their little tweet was, hey, guys, we know it's about to be hard for you right now because we got computers doing this shit. That's so so wack. because of that. When I was going to go hard, bro I, bro, I was about to upload a bunch of shit on YouTube just because I knew people were home right now. Yeah. But, like, I got a fucking, my my fucking YouTube channel is on quarantine yeah. for a week. Damn, dude. Yeah. So, wait, what, from now, when is that then? Um, Let's see. This should drop tomorrow, Wednesday. So, I feel like I have maybe, like, another five days after that, four days before I can upload anything else. Damn. Yeah, dude. which is annoying because they always want me to drop the videos of the podcast at the same time as the audio, but I'm not even allowed to. I'm sorry, Arvin. I can't. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But Shout hey, out YouTube. But hey, but when we when I do drop the video, it's gonna be fucking tight. We got dope ass visuals. I got sexy ass homegirls in it. Um and uh Russell kills the hook. I kill my verse. I got like radio friendly, but also heavy bars so uh stream it and all that shit it's been doing really well on the streaming people so yeah shout out all the fans yeah like uh, uh like real light like a hundred thousand streams without any promo really and then yeah. you just dropped the new project it's like a million streams in a week right yeah yeah tell us really about well. your new project dog um it's it's uh you know it's just it came out a month ago um and it's been my like most well received body of work ever um yeah funny enough because mm. i was like super afraid of putting it out mm. but um it's out it's called boy lonely um 10 songs and it's just like a it's like a coming of age reconnection project Word. um about me growing up from boy to a man but still almost like expressing that i'm just like a boy in a man's body okay no i you feel know? that um and i felt like a lot of my you know a lot of my music is super expressive I didn't want to go super literal in terms of just like explaining everything about mm -hmm. my life. So I just made it all kind of, I, I kind of explained it all in the mood of like this, the, it's going to sound so like music maker, but sonically, you know what I mean? Like when you hear the beats, when you hear the, the energy of each record, you'll really hear it yourself. Like, oh, he was going through this at this time. Okay. He was going through this at that time. It's a little story almost without having to be one mm -hmm. from like track one to 10. So I just kind of like, I wanted to make something short and sweet for people to understand, like, yeah, like, I still rap, you know. I've I've kind of had it in my back pocket for a bit, and I was singing, you know what I mean? And, you know, I still, I have a passion for making music in general. Yeah. 
you know? Um, but I really felt like with this album, it was like, let me get my rap off. Cause I want to do everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And you also know, you know, you can relate to just like having to, you know, the supply and the demand of, of a man with, you know, many skills. Right. Like, right. I want to do this. You want to do everything, but you want to, like... yeah. But people hold you to like how they see you yeah. one certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? Okay. I'll give them a rap album. Then if they want the rap, I'll give them the rap, but I want to do it my way. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, that's what this album is all about. Um, and in that month, I've just seen like a lot of love on it. A lot of people really supporting it. Um, Homegirl coming out right after too, like brought a lot of awareness to it. So Good. thank you. Of course, Appreciate man. That. Look, incredible. man, look, man, we all a team, bro. You know, I've always rooted for you, dog. Thanks. Man. I always wanted you to win, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because we always thought, you know, like I said, man, um, I mean, look, in the age of the Asian musician YouTuber, right? I feel like there was a lot of us that were getting booked for shows because we were just Asian, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful time. You know what I'm saying? We were busy. We were fucking traveling the world. Yeah. It was lit. Um, yeah. But then me and Rick would always talk about how not everybody that was a part of that wave was necessarily dope. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, we were just kind of... Talented, though. Yeah. But, like, not... Yeah. Like, but not... I mean, it's not a knock but you, you, Yeah, exactly. But you knew who wasn't necessarily gonna be around forever. You feel mm -hmm. me? Like, a lot of us were there because we were a part of this clique, right? And I felt like, you know, I knew that you... You would, you would like, rise above the whole fucking just, like, stigma of it. As long as you kept making music, I knew you would, like... Yeah. Um. Be more than just the shtick of like you know we were yeah. just like this like the the popping Asian YouTubers you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and um so I'm glad you kept grinding bro you know what I'm saying Thanks, I feel man. like you know out of everybody you also have just a really strong work ethic you know and Thanks, I think man. that's why you and me are still uh, doing shit yeah a lot know? of resilience you know yeah. and, um it's like uh and again being in that like supply and demand thing of like. You, you know you could fit yourself within so many avenues and so many different things, but people expect, like, one thing. Yeah. And it's hard, you know, when that one thing is making you a crazy bag. Mm. And you're like, oh, man, I could, like, just go do that one thing and make this all this money. But then there's that other side, too, where you're like, nah, but I do want to act, and I do want to write this thing, and I do want to do this, and I do want to do this. Like, okay, fuck it. I'm yeah. going to, like, skip out on these, like, crazy bags, and I'm going to just work on this because this is lifelong. Yeah. Um. And that's what I've been pushing ever since, you know, that wave kind of died out. Yeah. Um, and I pushed towards the industry, just more so being within, like, the actual music industry and, like, figuring things out. And, you know, taking, you know, rather doing all those shows, like, I was, I was coming out here. I was, you know, putting myself, I was putting myself into situations in, like, New York and, like, wiggling my way into networking opportunities with my label at the time. And then, you know, when they were away, it was like myself doing it. Yeah. Which is like, you know this too. Like you do everything almost by yourself as, as much as I do almost mm -hmm. at, at like a certain scale. And it's like, that is like so overwhelming. Yeah. It's like fucked overwhelming. And mm -hmm. like, I, like I've never went to school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and, but I can like somewhat relate to people when it comes to like that, like studying for final stuff mm. or like if it's like, you know, just like cramming a bunch of things and like, you know, having to do Adderall and like have to <laughs> study for like a bill. You know, I've, I, I don't do that, but I can like kind of relate to that like manic 
pressure of yeah. having to like live up to a deadline almost sometimes yeah. but i don't have any deadlines it was just like the industry almost keeping me up to like you know what i mean keeping me at this workable speed of like yo there's there's always somebody being created every week mm -hmm. so you have to like you gotta keep up yeah yeah um and in a way that was like a gift and a curse for me um and i feel like you could probably say the same too just being in the industry and having to like try each time you know what I mean? Going to auditions, falling on your ass, like yeah. nobody really believes, you know, but it's that resilience that kind of has you push forward to know, like I talked to, I, I remember talking to Dave about you mm -hmm. and it was like, he told me, sorry. David So is who he's talking about when he says Dave. Yeah, David, <laughs> shout out David so. Um, I remember talking to David So about you and, and he was like, yeah, he, he knew he was going to be a star. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> that's that's already like, to me at least, that's already like 50% of the resilience because yeah. you're like, yeah, I know it's going to happen. I, I mean, you know? exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, um, the thing about uh, me personally, and I don't know if, if this is how it goes for you, but like, I keep working regardless of how much I, I might fail, uh, you know, whatever you consider failing. But because I feel like I always, I know where I'm supposed to be, yeah. you know? So I feel like, I just got to keep working because that's where I'm supposed to be. So it's yeah. like, if I stop now, then I won't get where I'm supposed to be. It's like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Why wouldn't I keep going? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I just, um, I just had like, and not to say like a day job is the worst thing in the world. It's really not. It's not at all. You know, and, and somebody really wise, at least, you know, to my knowledge, told me it's just like some people are caught for this, some are not. Exactly. And that doesn't make it a good or a bad thing. You, you, know? you don't you look you don't have to you know f for people like us we're always kind of striving for more you know yeah. and and you don't necessarily have to do that right there's nothing wrong with um work having your job going doing your 9 to 5 doing your thing yeah. and 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 if you're happy with that that's cool. Like, there's no shame yeah. in that. You feel me? I quit being that like fucking normal job guy. Because it's like every entertainer does that. <laughs> like they go, fuck a normal job, you can't work. Nah, but like at the same time, like, yeah. you know, a lot of people need to build in this world. A lot of people need a paycheck. And you can't do that. You're almost like dissing people that actually like really need to go get a paycheck and yeah. like need to work day to day and feed themselves. It's not like, you know, a lot of people aren't fortunate enough to, to have a certain path. Some people get dealt a really shitty hand. Yeah. You know, so it's like. That too is like, you know, part of the, the resilience, like almost being thankful in a way. So it's like, shit, like I'm actually kind of dope. Like I should be a little more thankful. Like, fuck it. I'm going to stick it out for a bit longer. Yeah, you know? it's a, well, I mean, it's kind of like we feel like we, we, we owe it to not only ourselves, but, uh, you know, without sounding fucking like full of myself, like I owe it to like the universe to fulfill my yeah, destiny. No, for real. <laughs> you know what I'm for saying? Real. And like, if anybody says that you being full of yourself, they just don't get it. Yeah. Like they really don't. And that's why I like. Like, I, I literally got this tattoo the other day. It literally just says misunderstood on it because, like, I, I always, it's so, like, teen angst. But, like, <laughs> for real, though, like, I really feel like in that regard, it's, like, I'm always just, like, on this expectation of myself because I right. know how fucking great I you am. You know your potential. So it's, like, yeah. So yes. it's, like, as many mistakes as I make, like, I'm not a fuck up right. in my head. So I know, like, I'm always going to be better I'm always going to be better. Like, if I fucked up, okay, fine. Like, I'll go fix it, though. Like, but a lot of people don't understand that about me, mm -hmm. I feel. Um, you know, a lot of loved ones might get that fucked up sometimes. Or, like, 
in certain ways that might just get like lost in translation with certain people and especially those that aren't in the entertainment industry yeah because like we're really always living up to expectations and if not the expectations of like the people we make our product for it's like our own. It's your own expectation. <laughs> like, I was just going to bring like that up. It's like imposter syndrome. It's like, am I as really good as I think I am? I was like, just going to bring that up, bro. weird, man. And honestly, I feel like it's, <laughs> it's a gift because it keeps us working, but it's also a curse, man, because, okay, so I've seen I've seen the, the Hamilton musical like four times, all right? It's really good. It's fucking dope. I heard. Oh, it's fucking dope. It's fucking dope. And, um, and But the thing that I relate to... Every time I watch that musical, I relate to Alexander Hamilton so much, as well as like other just like people in time that um, and and, and I ask myself this question sometimes. It's like because there's this song where everyone is asking him like when he is going to be satisfied, like is he ever going to be satisfied because he fucking is always constantly working and trying to get shit done. He always feels like his job is never done and it gets him to the point where it almost kind of like he's so looking uh to the next thing that he uh doesn't look around and realize how good he like has it at the moment mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and like that really shit distracted by it, yeah. yeah so i um i always kind of i try to like remind myself of like okay even though you're not satisfied yet with what you're doing and where you're at in life like don't forget to take a second and fucking absorb everything good be all right all the blessings yeah, yeah, yeah you know because like it's it's easy to get caught up in the nah i gotta do more i gotta do more i gotta do yeah. more because you know you know how much potential you have yeah but at the yeah. same time i'm like okay shit let me take a second fucking let me count my blessings yeah. um but then also you know i got i got i got work to do you know ouch ouch oh my god fuck shit cunt skibbity we about christopher reeves that's what i was saying the last time i cut my testicles trying to shave my pubic region all right and that is because i did not have the manscaped life thank you manscaped for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks okay here's the thing here's the thing all right your boy doesn't have pubes on his actual balls, but I got pubes around my ball region. So sometimes it gets a little dangerous when I'm trying to trim and shave and look presentable for my lady, okay? But the Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. And look, I use this shit in the shower. I really do. It's waterproof, okay? When I tell you this is premium, I'm talking about premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming, okay? Your boy just shaved his balls in the shower this morning. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB, okay? And check this out just for y'all. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOCHASER20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code NOCHASER20. Your partner, your dick, and your balls will thank you. Yeah, man, it's good to keep that little, like, pers- percentage of dissatisfaction you know what i mean it's yeah, a, I it's healthy in a way 
Um, I do know that like in certain ways growing up in the industry has brought me a good amount of like post-traumatic stress, especially being in it since like a teenager, mm. you know? So I, um, and I was saying this on David So's thing. It was like, I just, I urge to young people just like, don't try to get lit too quick, man. Mm. That should have burned you out. Hey man, that's so funny that you say that. Okay, wait, fin- finish your thought. No, actually tell me your thought after I tell you this thought. Because we always used to look at you, young D Pride. Mm-hmm. We used to be like, man, fucking D Pride is so talented, but he's ta- he's so young, you know. Yeah. And and back then, I used to say like, you know, when you're when you're 15, you're a fucking freshman in high school, you're already feeling yourself, right? So we were looking at little D Pride, and we were like, man, not only is he dope, but he's 15, he's feeling himself, he has a whole like he's just got signed and shit. Yeah. Like we used to be like. What's going to happen to Deep Pride if he's feeling himself too much? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you were definitely popping. Like, like you, were, you were dope and you were around. I feel like you were around a bunch of people who were actually who were also telling you you were dope. Yeah, almost like a little too much. Exactly. So, okay, what was your experience with that? Um, and not to fully discredit the people I was around. Right. So I always want to say that because I still very much like respect them very dearly um and i'm actually very thankful they were in my life Mm -hmm. um but you know a lot of a lot of what i was taught was like this fuck everybody mentality you're the greatest and like you need to understand that and that's how you're gonna get to the top because the greats have the greats sipping or shooting i'm I'm, i mean i'll sip just because i don't want to fucking get it all over my face and shit go ahead um but um, I was around a share of people who would kind of like, in a way, unnecessarily try to puff my ego up to make me do better. Mm-hmm. But really, like, you know, realizing it as a 26-year-old man, I was incredibly anxious mm-hmm. as a kid due to a lot of struggles in my life and dealing with my past in which I'm now seeing was very dark. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> I came from a really dark upbringing. So having people almost like force this mantra of like, you're the best in the world. Mm. You're fucking, you got to think like Michael Jackson. You have to fucking, nah, like fuck, like, oh, I loved Wiz Khalifa at the time. Mm -hmm. And I love like Taylor Gang. And like, I want to wear camo shorts and like wear chucks. And like, I want to be a kid. Like, I want to be a fan. Like, that's how I am now is like, in a sense. They wouldn't let you wear camo shorts and chucks? (laughs) It's not that. It was like, I wanted to do all these things and be a fan of certain things and be like a kid and, you know, follow up the trends and, you know, be up to date with my, with my homies were in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the new music they were listening to. And I was just a kid. Like I was a genuine kid. You were literally a um, kid. I and I was just, on, again, I was just put onto this mantra of like, fuck that. You want to listen? No, 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 no. You're going to end up too much like Wiz. Like, fuck that. No, fuck Wiz. Like, okay. you shouldn't listen to Wiz. Fuck that. Li- listen to you. Write about you. Okay. Like, this is all about you right now. So, like, don't blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, oh, oh okay. Oh, I, I guess not. Okay. I, I guess I'll, like, kind of go along with this attitude that I'm supposed to have. Ah. Because these people are older than me. So, they understand a little better than me. So, okay, I'll listen. You know? Yeah. Um, But again, it was just that little, like, anxious part of me where I was like, should I listen? I don't know. And it was just, like, a lot of confusion because at the same time, the underlying thing under all of this is 
I just want to make music, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. I don't want to be in high school. And I just want to make sure that my mom get, you know, I like literally witnessed my mom go through like the craziest amount of shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like for a kid that age, you just want to like, that's like me walking with my mom to the store and like she wants to get like, you know, just like a simple like $40 shirt. And like, you're just sitting there like, man, other fucking kids my age got a job. <laughs> like the fuck, man. And I'm just here like disappointing her every single fucking week. Mm, like I made a new song and it's on YouTube. Like, <laughs> it's like, nah, like I need to, I really need to level the fuck up. But when you're that young, you think, all right, let me just go sign a contract and get on this level and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So like so much was going in my head to that like amount of pressure that it was like okay if these people say that this overgrown superstar attitude like i'm the shit attitude is gonna work then fuck it yeah like i gotta do this i, I guess i gotta do this and you know on top of that it's just like these repetitive dinners you do at Philippe Chow and <laughs> you know the the over and over again club nights that you're spending and you're 16 and fucking yeah. one oak and like it's like and this is like the golden era too so it's like I'm like in the middle of so much but people are not understanding it was like almost like I had to fake it till I made it made it because like it was so much to fucking like I'm seeing Nas in front of me mm -hmm. and I'm it's uh, fucking name drop. That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> fuck, man. I hate that shit. But <laughs> imagine that like you're 16 right, right. and it's just like, holy shit. And you don't know how to compute this. Yeah. And it's just like, then you go home and this thing is told to you like, yo, stay the same, stay the same. Mm. So you want to talk about it, yeah. but you don't know how to. So I mean, then, so but then, like all these people in your head, like tell, "Yo, you're the shit, you're the shit." So you don't know kind of how to say it, but you're kind of hyped. So it's like, so then it comes out wrong. I know, you know what I mean. I know. And then you're like, "Fuck, man, I just, oh man, no, life I, is moving so fast." I remember you know? one time specifically, uh, it was a show in Vegas, and this was this was I feel like you were this was that stage of your life. Yeah, where, man. where shit where shit was going good, but it was like you were still a kid. And, and I didn't get it. And you didn't get it. I didn't but get it. it you, knew, you knew it was cool, but you didn't get it. And I remember one time. <laughs> now you don't know about you don't know this. I don't. You probably don't remember this, but we were like, we were all pulling up to some to 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 the venue for some show we we're doing in Vegas. And you were like, you were like, dude, yeah, nah, like they just came and picked me up in a Bentley right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were and like, I'm like, what the fuck? And we we're like, like, okay, no, it, we're like, okay, cool, man. But but really, we're like, okay, who cares, Deep Pride? No one cares about your fucking yeah. Bentley. <laughs> but the thing was, at the time, I didn't know how to digest these. Right, things. exactly, because you were you were young, you were young as bro, shit. Bro, and my family, like, all respect to my family, but like, bro, like, I didn't grow up with this shit. It yeah. was weird, and it was presented to me like you should be feeling yourself. You so, should be blah blah blah. So I'm like, okay, and and again, like this is also my doing too because it's also the way I handled it. Yeah. So I'm not all the way like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not young, all the way. Bro. I totally understand myself, but I'm not all the way like, yo, it was them. It was, no, like so this at is. At what point do you feel like your family um kind of realized that this shit was like official? You know what I'm saying? Where it wasn't just like Lil Russell was making songs on YouTube anymore. Where it was like, oh, okay, this 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 is this is something legit. Surprisingly, my, my family, in which I'm actually like super thankful for, my family always took me seriously. Okay. Always. Dope. Like, of course, like in the beginning stages, you know, you tell your mom you want to rap. Yeah. So it's like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And she was like, in a way, she was like, uh, okay, let, let's see. Yeah. Um, but did they you know go you were through, dope? They were like traditional parents. So it's like, 
didn't really know what mm-hmm. dope was at the time. But, and it's this thing that almost like every girl tells me. It's just that passion in my eyes to go do it mm. was like everything to them. Mm-hmm. They're like, whether he sucks or not, he's not crying. He's not crying about his dad. Mm. He's not he's not out there trying to kill himself. Like he's he kind of likes this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see where it goes. Cause like, and then and then them seeing, you know, this, I'm like just reaching five foot three and I'm in the middle of like all these open mics. Yeah. You know, my mom seeing photos of me like in the hood with like a bunch of gun packing rappers and I'm <laughs> doing open mics and my mom's like, this tension in a room that he's just cutting through is like all off yeah. this passion he has. So it was like, I just, I always knew I was going to be dope. Yeah. I just was around people that didn't understand how to hinder that dopeness. No, I feel you. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so, just like, I'm, I'm, I'm forever happy that my family understood that. <clears throat> like aside from them being my family over there, in which I still consider them family. I love them with all my heart. Mm. My family always was like, yo, he's, he's on to something. Mm. Like, regardless, mm. he's on to something. Fuck it. You know? Hey, so, man. It's, it's, I'm it, thankful. And we, we still here, bro. We still here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I, we are 26 now. That means uh, when we first did that first song together, that was 11 years ago. Um, yeah, man. That's, and that's a long fucking time. Um, yeah. I remember the first time I, I met you in real life. I think we were in New York. And um, we met up by the fucking the Red Stairs. Times Square? Yeah. And I had no idea yeah. you were taller than me. I always thought <laughs> you were like either my height or shorter than me. And I met yeah. you in real life. And I was like, what the fuck? This is weird. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude. And it's crazy how like just at the time too, like regardless of all because again like we were talking about i was like this kid around so much shit so it's like i'm around so many celebrities and i'm doing all this fucking it's just like all this child star shit but meeting you is like holy shit (laughs) like oh my god (laughs) like this dude told me what a clitoris was man like what the (laughs) fuck it's him it's fucking him i was like no way like it's just funny because Logan's in there right now. I wonder, where Lo- I wonder where Logan is. Logan is like, Logan said the same thing when he met you. And it was just hilarious because I really relate to that. Like, almost like it's cool because I feel like we're both on that level where it's like just mentally where we're like, we're not aware of the impact we really made. Yeah. But it's, it's really inspiring to just see like people like, you know, if there was ever a message about anything you know like with you with you it's like if there was ever anybody to spread a spread a section you know the the message of sexual awareness and and all that stuff to young kids it was you were definitely the best candidate i mean that's (laughs) i mean dude i was trying to do it not not only for young people but for young asians you know because i felt like a lot of the asian kids back then had nobody to look to for advice on shit like that and if we're being honest in in my eyes they still don't right you know in 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 a way it's like I meet so many Asian kids, and I actually wanted to talk about this like somewhat today. Yeah, but I just see a lot of Asian kids. Like, I'll I'll speak to some, like just like in passing, you know, like I, I'll be in a social situation, and somebody will just be, yo, you, like they'll be like, yo, man, you have so many tattoos, like, yo, man, that's sick, and I'll be like, yeah, thank you, man, like you know, that's that's like I love when people at least adore the art on me because I feel I look like a fucking, you know. Th- 
like a elementary school bathroom. <laughs> but like when people really tell me, hey, dude, like, you know, that looks really cool. I, you know, like, yeah, I'm gonna nod that off and be like, yeah, thank you. But this guy also followed it up with like, yeah, man, I wish I could do that shit, man. You know, it's just, I'm Asian. So, you know, it's like, I'll look a little try hard, you know what I'm saying? And like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just go do it. Like, yeah. what do you want to get? Like, yeah, I want to get my family, blah, blah, blah. Then fucking get it. It's your family, right. man. If anybody said, like, fuck that, man. Like, it was, you're not a poser if you want to represent yourself and express yeah. yourself artistically. I like, mean, if, if anything, it's going gonna to look try hard if you do it in a try hardy way. Yeah. You know I'm saying, like, if you own it, then you're not trying, you're doing it. Yeah. And also, like, the hair thing. Like, yeah. I know a lot of Asian males, like, do the whole, like, how can I style my hair because, like, I have straight Asian hair, blah, 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 and, like, I want it. Then do whatever you do whatever you want. Right. Like, really, do whatever you want. Like, go go perm your head. Go fucking throw a bunch of blonde in it. Like, who yeah. cares, man? You're an Asian person. Like, everybody does it. So I mean, it's just, like, you're not a tryhard. You're not this. You're not that. Like, you should go out there and speak to girls as much as the rest of them do. That's like, what I'm saying, man. You should man. chill out. And, I, and, you know, with all that being said, I think, like, you are a good embodiment of that confidence in right. Asian men to like actually be like, and again, we know the reality, you know, and I also, I know the reality of me is like, you're short, you're Asian, you you're this, you're that. And it's like, you still kind of power through it. Again, it's that resilience. Well, that's the thing you know? about it, bro. That's the thing about it is like, yes, I'm short and yes, I'm an Asian man. Uh, and, um, but I always like, and, and dudes will ask me like, that they always used to ask me like bro how are you so confident like where do you get it from you know yeah. what i'm saying where and do you think that that comes from by the way cuz i've i've actually as again and i've grown up solely like you know i've grown up off your content a lot like i've yeah. actually listen to so much of the advice from the dear right. like daylight ghettos as a kid <laughs> and, and stuff like that so it's like Actually, I'm, and, and I don't mean to be one of those kids, but I, I, I kind of already, in a sense, know, but I also do want to know in depth, like, what that's, like, how did you find that? Because you've always been like that to me. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like I found somewhat, not a newfound confidence, but like a good, like, you know, research confidence where, like, I, I've, you know, built myself up to it. But I see that you've always kind of had it, you know, in yourself. Like, you've always ha had that, like, ever since I've watched, like, the first video, it was always like this self-awareness that was always brought. Yeah. Well, you know what, man? Like, no, and I, I never really thought about this until I went on um, on Nigahiga's podcast. Because, like, I always was a confident person. And, mm -hmm. and I never really put in any thought as to why. Um, and, like, for the longest time, you know, I would always just kind of tell myself, like, what was the point? Like, there was no point in being worried about what other people thought of me mm -hmm. when I was just trying to like, just get the most out of like what I wanted in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whether that be like going after a part I wanted in a musical in school or like going after a girl I thought was super bad. Like mm -hmm. I never would look at a girl and be like, ah, she's out of my league or whatever. Or I'd be like, I'm too short to play this part or whatever like that. And, I, but I never thought about why I felt that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to be honest, man, um, I just, I think like, I just had a really, like, I had a, my parents really g gassed me up. <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I think my parents always kind of told me and, and, like, supported my ideas, like, creatively. And, like, 
they never told me like any weird idea I had was stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially for an Asian kid, Mm -hmm. I had parents that were very um, encouraging of any creative shit I wanted to do, any weird ideas I had. They would always like play with me when I had fucking weird ideas. And my mom always told me I was cute, you know? Yeah. And I think like all of that really kind of helped me build a lot of confidence. I felt like, yo, I'm fucking, I got good ideas. I'm cute. Who the fuck cares what anybody else is going to tell me or what other people think of me? Like, if I see a, a a bad chick that I want, I'm gonna go after it. If I or yeah. her, not it, but like I'm gonna go after her. If I if I see something that I want, I'm I'm gonna try and get it because like that's dope. I'm I'm gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, and I just like really uh, I mean even I remember being a little ass kid and and the janitor at my elementary school was like was like you you walk like a like a big man you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i was like shit i don't know i'm just i just i that's just always just who i was you really do though in my eyes too like as your friend you do right and i think that that's like almost inspiring just as a person doing what we do and looking what we look like it's always good to look you know to your side and almost see that somebody is as strong as you want to be at your lowest you know what i mean and and there were so many times at my lowest, you know, after that Asian era where I was like, fuck, dude, like, I'm popping right now. Yeah. But financially, I'm not doing well. Mm. I don't know what to do. But then, like, almost like, you know, for example, like, seeing how many, how much content you you always pump out. And even when you're just, like, even when, like, you evidently are not feeling it, you're just putting out shit. And it's still, like, hitting because, again, like, you just love this shit so much. Right. So, you know, as as somebody that almost gets very, like, not confident sometimes, yeah. it's, it's cool to see almost like a colleague or like a peer of mine, you know, always kind of have that Thanks, resilient man. work effort. And it's like from a podcast to doing a food show, you know, right. doing all that. It's it's actually quite admirable, man. Well, I but- don't know. You know, I, I feel like, you know, in, in, in some ways it's like, you're almost setting the tone for it's almost like just being that um how would I'm trying to figure out like a good example for it, but just like I don't know. If if I were to create like an entertainment Mount Rushmore <laughs> right now, you'd probably like Asian entertainment Mount yeah. Rushmore. I would put you in that just because like you're that generation. Thanks, man. Do you ever feel that way? I um not like trying to like puff your ego. No, yes, I do. I do feel do you that ever way. Feel that way. I I feel the way, and also I feel like I I I people like people are still sleep. I feel like I feel that way, and also Definitely. I don't I don't get respect. You feel me? Definitely, because I feel like and every single Asian person I talk to, and or and or people that are affiliated with it, like have an Asian friend. Yeah, always tell me they know you like there's never been one person that's like yeah i don't know that guy no like you've you've represented in a great way um i feel like i feel like like if in like the next couple of years like 
it's just gonna be so different with you know the aquafinas and you know no, the people really really doing great shit i think you're one of those people too that will that will rise along with that i you think know? uh i think i think next year is gonna be a good year for both of us bro and I, i'm not saying you think so i think so i think so i'm not gonna say this year because this year's rough but i think this, this year's been a bit rough i, th- I actually <laughs> walked into this podcast like off a bad day too you look i'm not gonna lie bro i'm not gonna lie i know i'm like super positivity and shit and um super hardworking positivity keep your head up don't let don't let motherfuckers hold you down type shit motherfuckers is holding me down but but look the the last couple weeks dog aside the whole corona shit the last couple weeks were low-key rough for me too you know what i'm saying and um you know and i say that to say i mean people people look at me and and they think i'm I'm always i'm always happy and look for the most part I, Mm -hmm. i am a happy person i'm not one of these um comedians uh, or just like happy people that is putting on a front. Like I'm genuinely in a good place 90% of the time, yeah. right? But I also do go through uh, some 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 bullshit as well, you know? Yeah, I always, I always deal with that dilemma of like, because I don't ever want to be that dude that has to fake like I'm happy all the time. I think people feel that way because I'm very smiley and I'm very joyous. And it's, right. it's quite like I am that guy. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, I never like, I know that I'm emotional as shit. Yeah. I am the most emotional person. And that's okay, dude. Yeah. I'm trying to be in terms with that. Like, especially in like my love life, I'm like really trying to be like, keep on terms with that because I know that a lot of, um, a lot of women don't like too anxious of a guy. <laughs> I'm fucking anxious as shit, dude. I have the worst case of anxiety like ever yeah. to myself, just to myself, like, like to my degree, I'm like, fuck, why am I so anxious? But I know people have it worse. Yeah. But like for me, I just it's like it's the fucking worst. But I think you just gotta keep a you gotta keep a balance, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's all about balance. Like I yeah. I'm I'm a very emotional person as well. All right. But I learned a long time ago, especially with women, that like I can't always do that you feel me because they'll tell you they want a sensitive guy but then you give them a fucking real ass sensitive guy and they they don't like respect yeah (laughs) i always give it like the two panic attack rule (laughs) they always leave after my second panic attack is that what it is yeah man like i i i really do have a dark past you know and like a lot of it has to deal with how things were like you know after my my pops like left and you know i have my step pops but my mom was like very she loved me a lot you know but i still grew up under somewhat of like a tense household yeah you know having to deal with a lot of adjustment a lot of moving around and then getting into the music industry just having so many expectations towards me to the point where like it was just so like it was so much on me and Mm -hmm. i get very overwhelmed so you know and a lot of women love my resilience a lot of women i'm very aware of this you know like i hate to be that guy to talk about himself so much but i'm i'm incredibly aware of what people like about me mm-hmm. and like a lot of them like my passion to do things and a lot of them like my work ethic and how how much i love what i do and yeah, how much i love myself in you know in terms of what i do bro we're here because so, of like 85 percent work ethic dog yeah you know what i'm saying and it's just they see that as a great thing but then like you know there's that side of me where i'm you know i'm there's a lot of dark shit in my yeah. life that i'm still like it's not like i'm trying to just eh, yeah you know i mean you I'm can't actually working like i'm currently like i currently undergo therapy like every week good like, I, I go to therapy once or twice a week good so 
And that's off my past. Like, it's really off my past. It's off, you know, I also want to, like, kind of deflate my ego. I've been trying to do that the best way I can. You feel like you're being a little, your ego's too big right now? Is that how you feel? I've always felt like that. Um, But not like, I won't say like, oh, I'm like that right now. I'm just very aware that, you know, from what I've digested as a person, I know that I can come off quite. And again, to preface this, I don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. But at the same time, for people I love, I never want them to think that I am trying to put on something just so I can satisfy them. No, like my love will always, like love will always satisfy me and I'm just talking about things. But it's like, I like to go to therapy to almost flush every thought out of my mind that what I'm doing is almost better than everybody else. Right. And just taking it as, this is life. Yeah. And these are the people and things you're going to meet and do. So I was just going to say, I feel like, I feel like if any reason you would come off egotistical is because I know that you're just a very analytical dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You like to analyze yourself. Yeah, and because of time. that, you like to just talk about that. Not that you like talking about yourself. You just kind of like to express these thoughts about yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, to somebody who doesn't know you, it might seem like you just like talking about yourself. But really, yeah. you're, kinda, you're working shit out. You know yeah, I really am. You know, and, it, and again, it's because of just such a weird, dark past I've had. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think for anybody that feels like they are doing that too much, like to me, I don't ever feel like anybody's doing that too much. Because I'm like, oh, I understand, man. Like, you come from a silence. I come from a silence life. Like, shut up. You don't know shit. Mm. So it's like when I do get the floor to talk, I'm like, I know shit. I know shit. Right, right, right. You know, but again, therapy is for me to go to and be like, oh, I don't really know everything. Mm -hmm. But I will say, you know, in terms of just, you know, relationships, my love life, people I love, I noticed that, you know, second panic attack is up. He's crazy. I'm out, you know, and it's quite heartbreaking. It's something I'm still trying to work with. I don't like medication. I don't, you know, I'm not with that. Uh-huh. Here's what you do, bro. Stop having panic attacks. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Yo, that's literally what everybody tells me on some, like, they insensitive shit. No, they on some you. insensitive shit, people just tell me, like, yo, like, one of my first, like, anxiety attacks, like, I remember, like, this, like, girl that was friends with a girlfriend of mine at the time was just, like, you and your stupid fucking attacks. Like, nobody likes that. Really? And it's, like, that almost made me feel like an alien in a way. Mm. So it's, like, it kind of broke me for years. Mm. Um... But again, like, you know, I know you have a lot of young people that listen in. So for any young person that listens in, you know, you're not defined by that. And it's like a con- it's it's a condition that you have and it sucks. But like you're going to you're going to get through it just as much as I have. Um, don't ever feel like you're alienated away from other kids or other people like that's that's honestly one of my biggest insecurities. Is I feeling feel alienated like- because of your like. Uh- yeah, because I'm like this fucking like nervous wreck all the time. So it's like, I'm always like, fuck, like, uh, I wish my mom was alive. I'm always, wish, you know what I mean? I'm always like that, like inside. And it's like, when, when women find that out, it's like, okay, you know, he oh. kind of takes care of his body. He's, he's talented. He's this, he's that. But I don't like the nervous tick thing. And right. it's like, I don't like the, you know, crying at, you know, 2 a.m. And I don't like the, you know, waking up and all of a sudden you just feel really sad. And it's like, all this isn't to say that I'm fucking crazy. It's just like, I'm with all this, it's like I'm building upon it. Yeah. And I'm trying my best after 26 years. Yeah. I'm trying my best going somewhere weekly to like really, really Good. figure it out. 
I think, again, like I was saying earlier, in a way that is misunderstood because people always, you know, when they see a string of crazy events, they think you're a lost cause or you, they think you're this, that, and a third. They don't understand the real progression you want to make upon it. Yeah. Um, but I'm still resilient. Well, yeah, man. You know, you I know? feel like, um, you know, for you, um, after 26 years, you know, I think it's it's dope that you um, can acknowledge the shit you go through. And because I've, you know, like I said, I've known you for a long time. So I, I kind of like, I was always not like, I wouldn't say I was like worried about you, but I could definitely look at young you and see that, you know, you were kind of tossed into this world. Right. And it's like, you were still mad young. And of course there's a lot of pressure to like perform and, make hits, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You were signed to a deal and shit, yeah. so it's like, it's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And I was always kind of like, man, you know, and you know, and, and in the beginning as well, you know, it's it's a little better now, but it's difficult to, like, how do you market a young Asian rapper? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man, I had to take a lot of the heat before anybody else. Yes. Yeah, so I, re- I, I will say that. And, and I remember, you know what I'm saying, you went through a lot of different phases in terms of, like, just, like, how you looked and how you were marketing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, I, I know, I realized for you, you know, as somebody... You know, when you're that young, you're still really trying to figure out who you even are, right? So now it's like, yeah. but it's like back then, it's like you kind of have to not only put out a certain image, but you got to use this image to like sell records. So it's like, I knew for you, like, you know, I was always more like, I, I hope he, like, I, I hope he's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I tried to be. Yeah. I really did. There was a, um, there was a part of me that really, really did. Yeah. Like, I just didn't really have the foundation to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when everybody's older than you and when everybody has money and, and you have very few, like, you know, very little to, you know, leverage yourself with, it's like you just kind of submit to what the people around you teach you, no. you know? And um, I I was very impressionable. Mm-hmm. My therapist always tells me that, too. Like, I get into, like, this, this, this very beat-myself-up mood, and she's like, Russell, you are impressionable. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not understanding this. Mm. And, and I'm still trying to understand that. Mm-hmm. Till this day I am. I encourage anybody to still try to, you know, if, you, if, you, if they did have a fucking shitty past, like always try to understand that about yourself. <clears throat> because we tend to, and we, when I say just people in general that have, you know, demons, it's like you tend to beat yourself up all the time mm-hmm. about them. Um. It's it's the worst. Very common. Yeah, we um, all got demons, man. Yeah, we're all trying just, to get better. Learn. Yeah, it yeah. just comes with understanding. I think that's an, another thing too that I've I've kind of embarked on since you know my my therapy resurgence. <laughs> you know, just living living with understanding because I never used to do that. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be something in the music industry for so long mm-hmm. that I wasn't living with understanding people, and I think too, like it, again. Rooting that to like just how generations are and how Instagram is and how everything is like nobody's growing with a sense of understanding. They just want to get lit. Mm-hmm. Like you're not even understanding. They, they only see they only see the uh, end product. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. see the glamorous shit. They don't they don't recognize the journey. You feel me? Yeah. And I feel like you understand as you know uh, more than anyone as well. Like I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this YouTube shit and just entertainment shit for like 
like mm, I got on YouTube in 06, so that'd be like 14 years. And I feel like I'm just beginning to really get my foot in the door of what I want to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I'm really just beginning to get in the uh, auditions of like what I want to audition for and shit like that. So it's like people don't realize, um, you know, and when we talk about perseverance and yeah. and 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 work ethic it's like you know fuck there's a million talented people but it's like if you aren't working hard to uh you know recognize your potential and really yeah, like man. put in the work it's like it's 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 pointless you know yeah man that's why like i just i just stick to that now um what i am thankful for you know off what you're saying is like you know out of a dark and troubled industry past. I've learned that I, I, I've inherited an incredible fucking worth work ethic, and I've seen it all. So it's like, and I kind of want you to share me yours, but I have this final plan mm-hmm. of just being gone, like away, yeah, like not on no shit where I'm like, peace, guys, like fuck all, like on some Dave Chappelle, but on some like. I just want to like put good stuff out. Yeah. I don't want to be out here. Like look at my watch. Like I don't want to be out here. Yeah. There was like this point in time in my life where I got back to Toronto and I had nothing. Mm -hmm. I literally had like absolutely fucking nothing. Um, and at the times where I had nothing after having everything, Mm -hmm. I figured out the value of things. Mm hmm. And I just saw that, like, my peace is, like, my biggest value I should keep. So, like, I want to be peaceful. Yeah. Oddly enough, like, recently, and I don't know if this is my depression talking sometimes, but I I sometimes feel like I'm never going to have kids. Mm. Like, I feel like that's, like, the only thing right now that I'm, like, willing to stay alive for. Do you want kids? I do. It's, like, the only, like, one of the only, like, at my, like, most depressing times like it's the only reason why i still kind of choose to like be around oh you'll have kids dude yeah it's just like um i don't know if i do it'd be great you know i think that's like it's something that would keep me around you know i i think having a kid would just be like okay you have a you have a purpose again you know besides entertaining people you know, it's just like bust weird. inside a bunch of random groupies, dog, and see what happens. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you know, I think, uh, I think, I think that'd keep me around. I mean, I I have like a lot of shitty feelings about my future when it comes to that side because I never really seen a stable side of life. Okay. Like I've always been like an outsider to that. Mm-hmm. Like I've always been like the go over to a friend's house and like everybody's family is like so like yeah, and you're like oh shit like not that you don't like your family but it's like yeah oh like this is how you guys do it Mm. like and then you start questioning yourself and your values and how things go and then like you know you grow up and again like you're an adult and you start seeing like childhood is everything it's important, <laughs> like I told you. Like I told you, my whole, fucking, my whole fucking the way I feel about life is kind of all goes back to how my parents uh, support me. Your parents me. are great. I've never met your parents, Look, by the way, bro. I should next time I'm you're out here, next time you're out here, parents. next time you're out here, we're gonna fuck. You're coming over for dinner, all right? Yeah, we should definitely. I'm like, do I'm that. not even like. Usually, it's like we try to work. You know what I'm saying? Last time you're out here, we shot a music video. This time we got you on the podcast. Next time you're coming over for fucking dinner. I'm down, dude. All right. 
I'm very, very much down. Yeah. Um, you some Thai food. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. But I, I will say out of everything, I, you know, because I do want it to come to a conclusion because it's so like please, all over the place. Please. Um, Actually, it doesn't even need a conclusion, dog, I, but if you want it, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I just want to like take my, care of myself. I want to see how long I go. Good. You know, I had a lot of fucking playful thoughts with like getting out of here. I know you have. You know? Really, even a couple weeks ago, I did. I'm not even. Gonna I lie. know. You know, that's I had I'm a fucking, very. That's why I fucking. I'm worried about you. You did text me. I did text you. You texted me. He texted me. You checked on me. <laughs> I did. You checked on me because I, like I know you. Yeah, it's uh, you know, just being in like um, and that's been going on since I was like 13. I know. You know? So it's like, <laughs> I just um, yeah, man. I I have this like little thing in me that just like, yo, I should keep going. You should, bro. Make a kid or something, you know. Look, man. For a bit. Fucking cool. Stick around, dog. Ignore your stupid thoughts. Stick around. I'm trying to. Look, look. We have <laughs> look, dog. We are just getting started in this shit, bro. I love how the sun is setting as we're talking. I this know. Is so romantic. It's romantic. <laughs> right? Look, stick around, dog. Cause gonna... we're just getting started, okay? We have like so much that we're still gonna do. And aside from the, the career shit, we're going to fucking have, like, babies. Uh, my kids are going to play with your kids, all right? Down. We're going to make hits. And and then we're going to just, like, we're going to go on vacation. You're going to come eat Thai food at my family's house, all right? Yeah. So, um, you know, stick around, dog. And fucking, like, sure. you know, feel free to text me whenever you have stupid thoughts again, yeah. all right? <laughs> I have funny thoughts, like, again, like what I was saying about you know, and I, I want to know yours because you you're so interesting to me as a person. But I have like my final thing is literally like being away in probably like Kauai or something. And just live this fucking studio. You know, good little phone. You know, contact. Be still around like my managers and stuff. Put out music. Still be in touch with the people. Um, have my little fucking big ass dog. <laughs> I want a little big ass dog, like a nice little like mini husky. Okay, and then like my cat. And just like literally always just if I want to say something, I want to say something good. And I want people to like really understand that like I'm just really trying to take time for me. I feel you. Um, because I like a lot of my, a lot of my idols did that. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's a lot of, you know, not not being in the mix is like very good for you. You know, um, being partially in the mix is like good. that's yeah. why I kind of like I kind of fuck with the way you operate things because you're like partially in in the mix. Like you yeah. do the industry stuff, but also you don't because yeah. you you're ve- you keep a good, you know. You I, keep I, a good, I keep I keep my distance, but yeah. I also I'm also I'm in it because I, I I need to be a little bit. Right? Exactly, we all do. Yeah, you know. Cheers. Um, but again, like you know, within keeping my peace, I think I've lived such a tense life that that's my end goal. Um, but I want to know Tim's end goal because <laughs> it's like, yo, like I, and again, prefacing this, like. I always look to you as that dude with such incredible intentions. And I know that like you've, you know, you've been married. Yeah. You have, you know, a great, incredible home. Yeah. But I feel like you're not done yet. Uh, in uh, my eyes and <laughs> in my thoughts as a friend, I feel like you're not done yet. Here's the thing. I definitely don't feel like I'm done. I um I have a lot more that I want to accomplish, right, career-wise. Um, But also, not going to lie, like um, getting married and shit will really kind of – um alter your perspective a little bit because in what way in in this way in that i felt like there was a time where i felt like 
my priority is getting all my goals accomplished, right? Uh-huh. And then and then, you know, when when I got married and then I kind of I really realized I'm like, wow, I'm really happy with this person. Mm-hmm. And then kind of like when not that not that like we ever not that me and she ever got to like oh like we're about to break up or anything but definitely like there was like a thought where i was like i would trade all this like all the fucking fame shit for sure just to fucking make sure me and chia were good if it came down to it you know what i'm saying so it was like priority love i like i mean yeah and it was like some shit i never thought of before where it was like this person really does make me happy so it's like everything else is kind of irrelevant you feel me so it was like so where where originally the end game was like let me fucking be popping you know uh where i was like i really wanted to just be um like remembered you know um, yeah. like leave like a legacy behind like I really you know and, and that still is the goal like I want to be I, like re- I want to be remembered you know what I'm saying I want to leave like a fucking legacy like I want people to like you know light candles on the on the anniversary of my death and shit you know what I'm saying yeah I be feeling like that too and it's it's so weird like that's bad date conversation because <laughs> it's like you tell somebody that and then they're like I don't want you to die I don't no it's not that I'm not putting death nah, in the man. air I just want to fucking be great find man. somebody that's down to talk about death with you bro yeah man, I fucking, fucking love weird. talking about death dog I talk about really? It all the time i man i think i like horrify people because <laughs> it's like i've been around it so much yeah so it's not like i'm like oh i'm numb to it but it's like i just it's loose to me you know it's like uh i've, I've gotten over deaths I'm, I'm still i'm still dealing with one right now right um but that's just funny you said that it's, it's crazy because I, I i also do feel the same way like i hear the same thing when people talk about like having a kid, mm. like once you have a kid, it's out the window. It's like that kid is like the main priority. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's cool to hear though. I mean, that's how I feel too. It's like, you know, I, I definitely, you know, we definitely gonna have some babies, but you know, and, and not that, not that my goals of my career are, are, um, or have, have dissipated in any ways. I'm definitely yeah. still trying to like, I want to be fucking like, I want to, I want to be somebody that people look back on like, Oh, like uh, on some legendary shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that's the goal. But like also, you but know. you got that support system that's just so irreplaceable. Yeah, it's like but you also, don't ever yeah. want to. But also, like you know, it's like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if it's just me and wifey chilling, yeah. I'd be happy with that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's actually like a simple life thing I'm dealing with right now. To like, just kind of seeing like, just like I, I kind of gave it some thought the other day. I always analyze myself. You know? Yeah. And, like, what fucks me up as a man and, like, what really fucking gets to me. Yeah. Um, And I noticed that I just have this, like, pattern with, like, women where, like, <laughs> I I always want to make my girl proud. Mm-hmm. Like, because since I don't have my mom here. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the, my thing with my mom. Like, draw and paint a bunch of fucking stupid things on a thing. And it's, like, mom, look. Right. You know? I was that. <clears throat> and gradually my mom look turned into like mom look i sold out a show mom look i'm doing this mom look i'm doing that and then my mom died mm-hmm. and then it was i did and i didn't get to get to like the the complete like holding a grammy being like mom look ah so i have this like shitty compensational like depression upon myself oh like you feel like you didn't do enough yeah so i try to do that with my with women I see. all the fucking time but like, do you I feel just, like your mom 
is proud was proud of you is proud of you yeah it's still a big thing i deal with though mm. like regardless of however however many people tell me like i'm just proud of you and all that it's just it's still a shittiness that's still brought upon you i had so much more to do yeah you know so with like the women i meet it's always like i i always want to make them proud i'm always like the this fucking super like give me a chance man i'm just (laughs) fucking trying man i'm not good at this like and meanwhile they're like russell just take your dick out god yeah man (laughs) it fucking sucks Man, it sucks because like it like the goods like that all that comes along with it. Right, it sucks. Like I just you know it's the good dick problems. You know you have them and like they're just you know they come with a bit of emotion. You know like it just it comes with a lot of emotion. But that's also why I like try to I, I try to get out of the dating world. I'm a little not trying. What's to up? Be you dating that. anybody now? The ladies want to know. No. Curious minds want to know. I'm very, I'm working on me. Good. That's such like a mid-20s answer. But it's fact. <laughs> uh, I really am though. I, I'm trying to repair myself, honestly. I'm you like can't, trying to still rehabilitate. You can't fully give yourself to someone unless you are one whole person yourself, bro. Yeah. That's what I try to fucking preach. Yeah, I'm trying. I think there'll always be a little my a little bit of inside demons in me, um, but hopefully there'll be somebody to understand that. You know, I yeah. I I long for that, and just again, like also relating it to the conversation we're having, I I, I really admire that at a you and Chia. Mm. It's almost like this this big understanding of like knowing what you're doing, um, and also knowing what comes with it. Mm. You know, a lot of this frustration, a lot of these bad weeks that you've been having recently and like a lot of that stuff. I just hope that I find somebody that's on that level because you will, man. You look, know. man, you look, 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 I'm, I'm almost 10 years older than you, dog. You got time, bro. You good. <laughs> I'm hoping I do, man. A lot of a lot of things point towards me not. Um, but I'm trying again. I'm Fuck trying to those stay things. resilient. You're going to be good, man. I'm trying, You're man. You're good, dog. I'm trying, You're going to find love. You're going to find success. You're going to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> I want to find success first, though. Yes, bro. Because along with that, I do feel like I will find the mental clarity to bring myself forward. You're going to find like, clarity. You're going to find success. You're going to find yourself. You're going to find love. I want to, <laughs> along with all this, though. I want to know what you'd be like as a dad in your head. <laughs> like how I always think you're going to be like the tightest, like the coolest dad ever. I hope so. I think so. How do you think you're going to be as a dad? I think I'm going to be fucking dope. Uh, I think I'm going to be a, well, not going to lie. I do you f- hold babies and shit? Like, do you like. I've held babies. I like, don't do like. Do you know? Like. <laughs> I don't know the exact way to hold a baby. I don't know the exact way to hold a baby. That's how I know I'm going to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I've never changed a diaper in my life that's like yeah it's just like (laughs) i've only done it once and i'm like oh i don't know like (laughs) i don't know i I do know that i'm gonna be cool parent and she is gonna be strict parent you know what i'm saying i'm definitely gonna be like ah baby ask dad yeah yeah i'm like ah ask mom see what what does your mom say i'm cool you know what i'm saying whatever you know what i'm saying but you know we'll we'll see man time will tell um uh you'll definitely see uh in the vlogs you know like gotta get these vlog views up so probably gonna get her pregnant uh sometime who knows man um along with marriage i know that this is a very general question (laughs) yeah um but how did how how does that how does What's that make you feel after all the years of being just you to like having to 50-50 it 
with somebody now. You know what? I'm not, and not not finance, just life wise. Yeah, yeah. Here's the know? thing. Here's the thing. Um, Sharing your life with someone because that's some that's something I think about a lot. I, I'll tell you this right now. Here, here's been the biggest challenge, right? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the the easiest part and the hardest part because I haven't talked about this uh, anywhere yet. Um, the easiest part for for me and Chia and getting married is that um, you know, we were me being an only child and and loving my own alone time and her also loving her own alone time. Yeah. Um, it, it, it helped in our marriage from being long distance for so long to being married because it was never an issue when someone needed to be like, hey, I need my alone time. I need to be in this side of the room. Was ever was that ever acknowledged? Yes, it was one time and I low-key got salty about it and then I realized I was tripping because okay. one time I was staying at her place for like a, a few weeks and then I kept trying to be all in her shit because I was used to making the most out of our time as a long distance couple. Yeah. But after a couple of weeks, she was kind of like, hey babe, can you just let me like fucking do my makeup my in shit. peace? You know what I'm saying? And at first I was a little salty, but then I realized why am I tripping for? I love my own alone time. I love my routine. This is why we function so well together, right? So in turn, um, that helped us as a married couple because, you know, a lot of people, I feel like when they move in together for the first time, they don't um, they don't know what their boundaries are. So yeah. they're kind of stepping all over each other's shit. They get annoyed uh-huh. of each other. They get sick of each other. But we, after being long distance, we kind of realized when someone needs their time, they need their time. It's cool. It's not an issue, right? So that, that really helped us function together. Yeah. Here's where it became in, um, where, where there's um, challenges mm-hmm. is that I'm an only child, right, my whole life. And um, had my own shit. And then lived by myself for like five, six years. Um, the challenges in the marriage would be when Chia's like, why wouldn't you tell me about this? Or why wouldn't you let me know about this certain situation? You know what I'm saying? She's like, yo, we're a team now. You know what I'm saying? And I was so used to just doing shit impulsively, um, doing shit on my own, like not having to worry about uh what anybody else thought i would just you know buy random shit make random decisions and she would come across these purchases or decisions and be like dude like you gotta let me know you know what i'm saying like are you hiding this from me and yeah, I'm, yeah and i'm like i'm not trying to hide shit i just i'm not used to having to let someone else in on my decisions you feel me yeah so that was the only issue like we would really come across because me coming from um never having to share anything yeah, and then you being now like, have to. This is oh, this is what I'm doing with my life now. You yeah. feel me? And it so, is not necessarily ever a bad thing because you're just letting somebody be aware of the activity yeah, that you're on because you yeah. are around them that much. Because it's not like I was hiding shit. It was just yeah. I didn't know I was supposed to share it. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, yeah. So that's something you know. We're we're coming up on our second year of marriage now, where I'm really fully now beginning to realize. Okay. We are a partnership, and I got to really kind of fill her in. You know what I'm saying? We're a team in this shit, but yeah, man. Nice. I like hearing that perspective. It's um, I'm learning too, dog. Nice. (laughs) I, uh, I'm always, like, fascinated with unconditional love. That's, like, something I'm super, just because, like, I also grew with um, my stepdad, like, being really in love with my mom. And like it was really that was like my kind of first taste of seeing like that whole till death do us part shit, mm. you know, where my my stepdad was like literally at my mom's deathbed, and I'm like, oh, that's love, mm-hmm. you know. So I've held myself to like that standard. Now you know I had my time, you know, like I went out, I did some fucking great. Cool, we all had our things. time, dog. And it's not like I'm like I'm I'm at this grown position where I'm like, oh, I want to go settle down. It's none of that. But I am 
I do like to play and also think of the thought and with the thought of like just like an unconditional situation because I think that after a past I've had that would be a great thing you know to kind of lean on somebody and be like hey been through some shit I kind of just need you to accept me through it um but it's always great hearing those perspectives, man. I'm looking over like, one of Chia's cousins, dog. All right? we're gonna, <laughs> it's not even that, though. It's like, <clears throat> I just don't want to, um, I don't want to settle. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, like you I shouldn't. want. And none of y'all should either. Don't settle. That's where people fuck up. All yeah, right? I'm like, I'm very, I'm always like that, too. Like, I hate fucking settling. Yeah. So it's like, I, I always encourage to like my friends and shit like don't fucking settle because if it's not all the way like how you want it it's never going to be and the next thing you know they're in a marriage of three kids with a bitch they don't even like yeah man that's and that bitch could be a man or a woman is what i'm saying i'm really not trying to do that um but again it's just like these family values i've always kind of like i don't know i've just instilled in myself like just to just to look at my past and be mm-hmm. like I don't want to, I want my family to end up like this, not a diss to my family. It's just, I want to do this differently and I want to do this differently and I want to do this differently. Um, Figuring that all out now. Did you ever figure that out at 26? What part? Just like, like what was 26 like for you in terms of realizations? Ah, shit, man. 26. Everybody, by the way, tells me 26 is like, oh, you can realize this. I'm like, I don't think so, but okay. It's kind of hard to gauge. I'd have to look back on my vlogs and see where I was at. <laughs> to be, com- so to be completely to honest. To say that. It's like, if I want a timeline of my life, I got to look back on the vlog. But I'll tell you this. Fuck memories. <laughs> this is all virtual. <laughs> that that would have meant I was like six years into the YouTube shit, which means it was it was pretty great. Um, <laughs> um, and let's see. Wait, how old am I now? <laughs> man I, I don't know man i don't know I, i'd have to check my vlogs and look um 26 shit um i i, I do I, I tell you this all my all my odd years were my best years 25 27 29 really? yeah th- those were like my favorite years yeah. um i'm approaching 27 and i'm so afraid let me tell you, dog, if if it goes the way my life went, your odd years are going to be lit. And look, <laughs> and look, even this year, this year is one of my even years, and it's fucking rough. Really? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Shit. But, okay, not fucking rough, low-key rough. True. Because, okay, to be fair and honest, none of my years have been really rough, okay? I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good for me. Yeah. This, like, this, um... Literally not even this year. Just the past couple weeks has been my stupid couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's like the beginning of the year, so you're almost like defining. But yeah. a psychic, a psychic <laughs> told my mom that my that next year is supposed to be my most popping year of really? like my life. Your mom went to like a full on psychic and just like tried she to- used to get uh, massages from this lady in Thailand who was also a psychic. And oh, this shit. is what the psychic told my mom that next year of my life is supposed to be my most popping year. So which is why like looking on this year, where I'm like, oh shit's low key rough. I feel like okay, this is the reset. The calm before the storm. Exactly. Yeah. You know nice. what I'm saying? So I'm, cool. I'm ready for it, dog. For you and me, dog. Yeah, man, I'm trying. I think, um, funny enough, like, I just think, uh, it's like, all of what I've been through is all going to add up because... It is. You know, if 
If I popped off at that time or you saw me. You would have been such an annoying asshole. I would have been fucked. You would have been been probably off so much Xanax. Oh, dog. You would have been a little. You would have had a fucking If I found out what drugs were at that time. Oh, my fuck. If you popped off back when we thought you were going to pop off at like 17, you would have been such a little shit. I would have been off all the drugs. I would have been fucking Xannied out. I would admit. Cause yeah. that shit was just fucking stress. You would have had like three scandals, bro. Like all those tours, by the way, I was like by myself. <laughs> like I had to use the house DJ, so like literally I was by myself in all those. Hotels. Oh, 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 like, right. Word. Like I would, I would you take, were with Rick. I would all take the time. Rick. Like, yeah. Everybody had people with. I had nobody with me. <laughs> by the way, nobody traveled with me. Like even when I went to Australia, nobody traveled. No, with me. I remember. So, like, imagine having a fucking. Having to do all that shit alone is like so. I'm now realizing, like even like my therapist had to be like, "Are you, are you listening to yourself right you now?" Like, brought, <laughs> you should have brought Wiggles along. Yeah, I miss Wiggles. <laughs> Shout out Wiggles. Yo, it's so crazy how you know that far too. Fuck. Oh, you want? I wish I brought Wiggles with me. Wiggles girl. It sucks, man. I mean, like yo, like you know, I wish I had somebody with me. I wish I had a Rick with me. Because that's cool. It's like you have somebody that grew up with you that kind of like knows you. So it's like with whatever happens as you're digesting it, they are too. So it's like somebody outside to tell you. Sometimes I wish I did have a Rick Rick's with definitely me. been there to keep me in check. So- I wish Rick was here. I know, I know. Well, next time, next time, next time. I'm like, I'm really sad I couldn't get the full cast. But at the same time, I'm like very happy that I kind of. This, this was is nice. Like you and I. This was pleasant. I this think people cool. are going to really like this. We always have very in-depth conversations. We do. Um, You're, you know, it's like, it's kind of hard to not do that with, with when we're just chopping it up, you know? Yeah, man. I, um, no, You're, I don't And also, do. your hair reminds me of Willy Wonka right now. I like it. Does it? Am I? What do I look like right now? You're looking, it's a Willy like. Wonka status. Man. I'm feeling, uh, funny enough, too. Like, I'm, I'm feeling very, like, me recently. Good. Good. It's weird. Like, I, 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 um, I like having big, poofy hair. I like, um, I've beginning, I've, I've been in this whole, like, hey, everything is, uh, you know, everything's looking good with you, man. Should, I, should I get a perm? Is that what you're saying? You should. <laughs> what are you thinking of doing with your hair, by the way? I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. You just in that just kind of fade like, mode. I get the fade and I put it in a hat. How is it like having that whole like? Because that's where I'm trying to go. Like I'm trying to not like like just like I'm trying to like fucking grow it. Yeah. Like, I think I'm gonna be on some growing shit. I was there already. I had my shit down on my nipples before my wedding. Why did you cut it off? I shaved it off because I didn't want to have a man bun for the wedding. That was literally. Oh, it. really? That's all. Yeah, I was like. I shaved it off uh, going into 2018, the year I got married. And I was like, I'm just going to shave. Because remember, it was like down to my nips. You know what I'm saying? I shaved it off and I grew it out until my wedding. And that's what you saw it at at the wedding, 2018. Yeah, bro. The fact that I went to your wedding is fucked. Of course. By the way. Of course, dog. Thank you for inviting me. Man, of course, bro. Thank you. You know, none of the Wild and Out people were at my wedding. And like people, I was like, "Why were there no wild and out people?" I'm like, "Well, first of all, if I had to invite one, I feel like I had to invite all of them. You feel me? Yeah. Or else it would have been weird." That was a really cool wedding, by the way. That was the fun. I I, I love that wedding so much. I I had so much fun. I almost want to throw another wedding. You know what I'm saying? Just throw like so? a big extravagant party. I thought that was really cool. I was just like, <laughs> "Wow, I'm seeing Tim grown up. This is nice." Kind of crazy, right? Very, very. Like, do you, like? I oh, do you ever feel like? Like you're in like somewhat of a weird mix, like in this growing up shit. Cause like, again, I'm, I'm, 
I always want to ask you these questions because I really want to fucking grow up. So it's like, <laughs> I just, I, 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 I envision you as Tim the man and then Tim rapping at Subway. So. <laughs> wow. Deep. It's like, you know, I always want to, because I just want to be braced for that as me. I think this is like a podcast of just straight advice because <laughs> I'm trying to get it all, man. I really want to be braced for my older life like you are. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, all right? I'll tell you this. You seem very put together in a sense, you know? Look, I'll tell you this, man. You, you can't rush anything. Just let it happen. You know what I'm saying? I definitely never was like, I want to. I'm looking to get married. I'm looking to do this. I was with Chia for six years before I proposed. You feel me? And it's a lot of, to a lot of people, that's crazy, you know? But I just... I did it. Why is that crazy, by the way? They feel like after, some girls feel like after two years, you should propose already. You That's should, why. You should know or you should shit or get off yes. the pot. And for me, you know, I just, I did it when I felt like I was ready. And, and when I did that, when I proposed, I was 100% about my decision. You know what I'm saying? I felt nice. like this is completely what I want. And there was no yeah. doubt because... Not only were we long distance, but we had, you know, I, we had gotten to know each other for fucking six years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so I feel like in terms of a growing up process, you can't rush it. You can't force it. You just kind of kind of mm -hmm. do it on your own terms. Mm -hmm. And um, and it'll just kind of happen, bro. You know, it'll just kind of happen when it happens. And it's mm -hmm. like it's all like your own speed, your own process. For me, um, I was definitely like. When I got, when I made Chia like my chick, I was like over the groupie shit, you know? And um, it was like nothing was forced. I met her and I felt like she's different. Like I was with my ex for like four years and I, I, I was telling Rick and them that like after like a month of dealing with Chia, I was like, this is something completely different than like I, like I could never... That's so cool. Like when I was with my ex, <laughs> when I was with my ex, bro, I could never picture a future together with her after four years. But with Chia for like a month, I was like, I could see myself with this woman in the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, I feel like it's just kind of like you just kind of have to trust the process. That's it. You know, can't force it. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. It's very cool to hear. I, um, yeah, again, I just, uh, I think my, um, my, I long for a good good amount of peace. I want to find peace with somebody. You'll find it. So you will find it's it. It's good to hear from Russell. you, man. You will find it. Okay. I'm stream hoping to. Homegirl, stream. What? Tell us about your project one more time. Stream boy lonely, man. All right. Learn about this Go man through his music, dog. I appreciate you for coming through, bro. I fucking love you, bro. You're my little brother in this shit. <laughs> all right. And you're big, bro. I'm here for you, dog. Whenever. Call me, dog. FaceTime yes. when you need to, okay? Definitely. I hate FaceTimes <laughs> without texting beforehand. But I'll you... do that. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll was, do that. I was about to say, uh, you can FaceTime me without a text, but you know what? I pre Yeah, text I'll me first. I'll be considerate. Thank I'm you. considerate. I'll do it. Fucking, but do it, <laughs> dog. All right? Fuck the, all right, follow this man on everything. Stream his music. Um, let's take another shot. And then um, you, you got a flight to catch. I actually do, yeah. Uh, because they're about to close the borders in Canada, so. Yeah, um, I don't know when this is going to come out, but hopefully you guys aren't, aren't like, fully under lockdown. It's, and if you are, subscribe to us. It's literally coming out Watch tomorrow. Watch our shit. Oh, it is? It's literally coming out tomorrow. Like, we yeah, needed yo, to do this today. Dude, listen to my, hey, 
if you're fucking quarantined right now, you have to listen to my shit. It's really good. Um, and watch his stuff. Cheers. Just, cheers. I know you're not fucking doing anything else. I know your porn history. Okay. You got, if you have all the time in the world to search that shit up, you have all the time in the world to subscribe to him and listen to him. Put on some Pornhub, stream his music, stream Homegirl. We got our video coming out soon. You can jerk off to it. We got some big booty females in that shit. Some of the booties are real. Some of the booties are fake. Shout out to my boy Russell for coming through. Thank you for listening to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Timothy Ghetto. Peace, motherfucker. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book Doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim.